Hello everyone, Gregor speaking. Today I'm going to talk about uh, the latest flood that we've seen, uh, let's say, resurgence of uh, through Elon Musk, who I thought this a few weeks and a few months is back. Um, first, I want to talk about the, the current state of the market. So Bitcoin is now under $35,000. Uh, this is a huge correction taking place at the moment as this has been honestly brewing for the past two three weeks as we've seen uh, new users or uh, mostly retail users uh, coming into the market and we've seen the prices kind of stagnated then we had the elon uh multiple further uh, first uh pumping dogecoin uh to the almost to the moon and lately with the whole um electricity and energy consumption issue of bitcoin the fact that now you cannot uh, buy a tesla with a bitcoin which in the end we don't really care but we, we've seen actually elon musk um, turn his back on us and i think this was just the tip of the iceberg there were a lot of issues below brewing with a lot of shit coins a kind of new ico craze with all this DeFi dejane project and of course uh, i had a bunch of family and friends like remotely like so far away from the crypto or tech world asking me how should i buy should i buy now should i buy later what do you think about this shit coin this shit coin this has been for the past two three weeks so i i kind of knew this was coming i do not think this is a top but um we'll see we'll see but we definitely needed a breather so today i'm gonna actually talk about debunking as a Bitcoin energy consumption fad that Elon Musk has reiterated one more time. So this is a scientific consideration and an overall picture about this subject. Of course, Bitcoin, as we all know, is consuming a lot of energy. It consumes the equivalent of a top 30 nation, actually. But when we think about everything that it's bringing to the table and what it could actually disrupt and, um, let's say, erase, uh, that, that's actually might be quite a cheap price. So first things first, let's get to it. So what is actually included or what we, should we include in the Bitcoin's electricity consumption? First of all, we should include the energy for minor demand, the minor power consumption, the pool power consumption, and of course the node power consumption. And all of these different energy consumption and electricity consumption uh, is a total, uh, let's say output or electricity consumed by so first of all, uh, I like to, to, to just show this to understand. This is the source is Galaxy Digital. So of course, um, this is a, let's say, a pro crypto player. They did this analysis after Elon uh, tweet and comments. They probably had this in their uh, files from way before. So just a comparison, because if we think about it, Bitcoin is supposed to replace in the long run and even the short to medium run as a banking system for a lot of the really let's say, um, big transaction of the banking system uh, due to the fact that it's on the blockchain, that it's, uh, it cannot be uh, reversed, all this kind of thing. But also, it is um, a mean to ensure that you you keep uh, your purchasing power and your wealth. So this is, this is a role historically given to gold or to uh, precious metals. So when we think of Bitcoin as this dual asset for let's say, large transfer payments, or even smaller one with lightning or other things that uh, should improve the low um, amount of transaction on the Bitcoin network. But it also serves the purpose of um, reserve currency 
as gold has been doing for thousands, thousands of years, actually. So if we compare to banking industry at the current moment, it's consuming uh, 250 terawatt of energy per year. This includes uh, settlement layers, of course, for every one of your transactions, even banks, the data centers that are used to keep either your uh, KYC, um, all the transaction in the system and all the different, let's say, um, infrastructures as they need, IT infrastructures as they need to operate. Then you have all the bank branches and the offices of the people working in banks that are just the sole purpose is uh, to be there when you have an issue with uh, a transfer, when you want some kind of service added to it. Then you have all the ATM that allow you to uh, withdraw and transfer, uh, withdraw cash or put checks or all this kind of thing, because all the people that need to put the money uh, daily, all the trucks, like, uh, you know, all these safe trucks, uh, moving the mo money around, all this kind of thing. Then we have the car networks, uh, data centers that process all the information, like uh, they do a Visa, MasterCard mostly, but th these are huge data centers. Then we have the gold industry. Gold industry, this, uh, this data is also uh, provided by a third party, uh, which is called the World Gold Conceals Report. It's a report I'm going to show you just afterwards. But this, let's say, a report that's pro-gold. Like I will take this energy consumption as a lower figure. As the, they are uh, people working in the gold sector, and therefore they, they might not, uh, let's say, overestimate their energy consumption. And this, between 230 and 250 uh, terawatt uh, per year of energy consumption. This does not even include all the, let's say, externalities and second second order effects. I mean, for example, they take into account, of course, uh, the gas that used like to extract gold or the energy in the process and all this kind of thing. But they don't, for example, they don't take into account the tires. The tires they use themselves out after min mining a lot of gold. This is a tire is made of what's made of a bunch of uh, materials that are really polluting the environment. So it should also be taken into account. The end is just to say that at the moment to secure the most secure payment network in the world, the most decentralized way to uh, send uh, money across the world with no government or no uh, third party basically uh, able to prevent you from using your own Bitcoin, therefore money. This is just using 120 terawatt per year. Uh, and this is an estimation from a bunch of sources and we'll see later from also, uh, University of Cambridge. Uh, so I'm going now to talk about the University of Cambridge. This is uh, like some metrics they have on their website, but yes, like we said, uh, Bitcoin uses a lot of energy. It uh, represents 0.53% of the total electricity production worldwide. Uh, and all of these, like you see under it, so we're talking about here, for example, 140 at the moment they were estimating. This is a theoretical upper bound, 482, and the theoretical lower bound, 43 uh, terawatt. Let's get to the website to understand more what's happening. So the methodology is quite uh, important, of course, for this kind of work. You can tell it's academic uh, work as it's really defined how they come to the conclusion. For example, the in the different metrics that we saw, we saw the estimate, we saw the lower bound and the upper bound. So these are all the equipment that you can use to uh, mine Bitcoin. You see different years when it came out, different like, 
uh, energy consumption, all this kind of thing. So they do all this uh, equation to uh, make some kind of a mean. And uh, when they take, for example, the upper bound of energy consumption, they take uh, they take the scenario that uh, most miners use uh, outdated uh, mining equipment, which is obviously not the case as they want to make profit. And as we know, that this become obsolete quite fast, they're probably using the latest and more efficient hardware. So this is why the upper bound is a bit uh, tricky. They also have this metric about profitability, depending on the price of electricity, all these kind of things. And there are also this uh, control ranking, where Bitcoin consumption will be if it was a country, and it will be just between Sweden and Malaysia. So of course these are like big countries. Like uh, Malaysia is, I'm not gonna guess the number of uh, inhabitants. It's quite uh, numerous, and Sweden is not one of the most populated country even in Europe. But it's still like a, a a big country. But if you think about it, we Bitcoin. We're talking about a worldwide secure payment method that help people to uh, save their money and to keep the government or any, uh, let's say, bad actor to uh, take it from them. This is huge. This is huge. This should be even like a top 10, like cons energy consumption, as it helps every individual on this planet to achieve individual freedom and financial freedom, which is most important. Just ask uh, Venezuelan, uh, Argentinian, recently Tur Turkish people how Bitcoin might be like a... a life-saving asset for them so this is it this is uh, what, what i wanted to to talk to you guys about uh don't don't go into the third we can see here the, the different metrics with the different uh, consumption with the different overestimated uh, load down and and let's not also forget that bitcoin is mostly mined where electricity is cheap we come back to the uh, competition between miners to be the most efficient with the latest equipment and the lowest lowest electricity so they're really close to uh, usually renewable energy mostly uh, water and uh, uh, dams all these dams in china for example we know about this mining minor uh, migration season when they go into the uh, the center of the country where uh, electricity is cheaper at some time of the year so overall this whole fuss about Bitcoin electricity, we've seen it over and over. I'm kind of disappointed that Elon Musk will be one of them uh, actually uh, trying to, uh, to to scare the market with this. Especially, it, it, to me, it's exactly the same as if I was saying, oh, Tesla is polluting like hell because they're using a lot of electricity. But what's the option? The option is to have a, <laughs> a cause that uh, actually uses CO2 and uh, put the, like the climate and the planet uh, at risk. And this is something for Bitcoin. What is the other thing we could use? Banking system, gold, or maybe something else. And all of these things pollute today way more and use way more energy than Bitcoin does. And Bitcoin is replacing both of them. So we could even think if we are looking at these issues the other way that Bitcoin, when it will be to full potential and serving every population in the world, it will be actually energy efficient compared to the whole method. But that's all. Uh, don't really don't listen to the further about uh, the, the, this topic. And uh, and if you like the video, please uh, like the like button and then subscribe to the channel. I was quite long and I'm sorry for that. 
So ciao guys and I'll talk to you guys later.